0: Coming, with Jared and RJ From Renoir to Kurosawa.
1: This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan.
2: I'm Google Docs.
1: And we're just two guys who have no other choice now to, to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order to release. This week, we're living our worst lives as we watch Spine 401 of the Criterion Collection. Jim Jarmusch's Night on Earth from 1991. But first, RJ, it's been a while. Why am I speaking so fast?
2: I don't know. I think I think just
1: I I have I have nowhere to be, but I'm talking really quick. Hey, Archer, how's it going? How's that no, it's weather? It's really hot this weekend.
2: Oh, it's it's pretty hot. Oh. Jim Jermuch is she's It's crazy. Okay, see you later. See you next week.
1: <laughs> good episode.
2: Um, yeah, I feel like you I feel like you're trying to make up for lost time. I think you're number 1 excited because you're you're happy to be back and number 2, you want it to be over as soon as possible. You're excited. But you're anxious because you want it to be done. Anxious
1: soon. For performance anxiety, RJ. Hey, it happens uh, to it's, every it's, guy. It's a real pleasure to see you again in uh, digital well, form.
2: I wish you would use slightly different um, verbiage there, but uh, yeah. well,
1: uh how I speak.
2: Yeah. yeah, we're back. We had an unscheduled uh, detour last week. You know, things happen, sometimes life happens. But you know what? I think people can give us a break. Because we did uh six years without a single break week, so I think we're we're entitled to uh you know
1: to slack add, off
2: <laughs> well, not even that it was just some sometimes stuff happens, and you're just like, well shit,, mm. it's not gonna happen tonight no, remember what them. remember that accident on the hill Jarrett remember that one
1: <laughs> that was a classic yeah, our schedule uh, is like completely blown
2: completely. yeah, but I mean our schedule we make it ourselves, right so you mean the calendar schedule? You mean, schedule?
1: Like, you mean like, what, do, what? do you mean? What kind of control are we talking about here?
2: We can do whatever we want. We could do a week on, four We're weeks off. Con- we can. We're
1: about controlling our narrative.
2: You could control your narrative as well.
1: Yeah. We're uh, th- two, three episodes away from uh, episode three hundred and fifty.
2: We are personally we, us.
1: We, we are we you and I. Is that good? Uh, it's it's it's, it's something. We're over a. Th- Third of the way to a thousand. Is that good? Uh, yes, absolutely.
2: Or is that bad?
1: I don't know. I think uh, it's cool. Uh, Wasn't we'll you have a laser disc coming up?
2: Who's got a laser disc?
1: Well, I mean, I'd look it up to see what the list order was, but uh, you know, our fine friends at Wikipedia said, "Nah, you don't need to know that information."
2: <laughs> they said that's a moot point. I believe they said. I, th- I think they said it like that too. They said this is moot, and you said what?
1: Let's, let's see if it's come back magically. Nope.
2: nope.
0: Still not back.
1: Nope.
0: That's okay. I
2: fog 'em, I say. Uh, I say. Fog him. I say. So anyway, Jared? What have you been doing in all your uh your spare time?
1: Uh, I don't know. I've been. Uh, painting like a madman, and oh, uh, that's good. Put put on some TV.
2: Oh, we'll have to wait for the creeping on to hear about that. That's right. That's right. Interesting. Interesting. I thought maybe you're like, oh, I got away. I went to Taco Time. Um, uh, I, have Expo. Not,
1: I have not. I have not. Have not been to Taco Time since uh T Expo br- Bridge Day.
2: Since Bridgegate. Yeah. Yeah, I know that was a pretty disappointing day for you, hey?
1: It was. Missed hey. out on some fine recording and got stuck with uh some shitty Taco Time.
2: Hey, but the, I think the thing to remember, though, is that every time God closes a door, he opens a window because Taco Time might have gone under, but I got Arby's coupons in the mail. And I don't know about you. I've never gotten an Arby's coupon before. This seems entirely new to me. Is, Arby's is, is giving why, out is, coupons?
1: Is that why you posted about it on the Discord?
2: What's Discord.
1: That's the thing you posted those coupons on. What's uh, the
2: what's Discord?
1: Well, I do believe um, that thing you posted on that you definitely know what it is. So your question's rhetorical, but I will answer. No, Jared, nonetheless. You're, you're supposed to
2: say the thing. It's
1: the fastest growing. Well, hey, remember when uh, Threads came out? <laughs> remember Threads?
2: Uh yeah. Well. I, I po- I've posted like four things on there.
1: Uh huh. I've How's the engagement?
2: Uh, zero, but, uh, I, I I was mostly concerned about maintaining our, um, our like name. Like I didn't know if it was going to, if it it
1: wasn't, it wasn't going to, it's just uh, the threads. Well, yeah, you know, unlike threads, discord's cool and it's, it's a social media platform as well, but people use this.
2: What is discord?
1: Fast growing. Social media platform in the world today.
2: Oh, and what kind of things do you find on uh on this thing? Well,
1: it well for the thing is though you gotta there's a price, there's a price you gotta pay. Oh wow! The how po- do you how do you get
2: access to this?
1: Thing? We have a well, this podcast has a Discord, and for a, as low as one dollar, yeah. you can get access to Creepsville, Creepsville Central, yeah. where you'll get access to all kinds of text channels. Let's just go through it. We've got Creepsville. We've got the creeping stench. We've oh, got yeah. mo- movie scoops. We've uh-huh. got what I am watching. That could be anybody. That could be you, dear viewer. Oh, they could post. Um, in. They can post in here themselves. Yeah, yeah we have uh, a whole wow. section just for uh, Sam's physical media acquisitions. Uh-huh. Though uh, Sam doesn't really post in there anymore. Seems yeah. to be really hijacked. It's Let's see, talking about video games still. DVDs though, that's fine. Uh, oh, food and snacks. Media. We got food and snacks uh yeah. there's the the very underappreciated underused uh music lounge
2: uh, uh you want me to post something into the music lounge
1: yeah it's got to be good though uh oh. if, if, if it's if it's bad Sorry. it's gone delete it has delete. to
2: be good do you understand <laughs> yeah
1: it has to be good How, so you we give got me such a little lo- 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 allow me to continue yeah i don't want joke shit in the music lounge i want good shit
2: there's not there's there's no joke
1: there's no joke, no, no iron, no no irony. be so, yeah, like, I like this a lot. Trek talk, uh, which there's been a post in since June. Well, it's because uh, I'm Art- not watching Trek at the moment. I know, de- completely derailed. Yeah. Lousy life. Oh, I see. a Music loans just went uh, bolded to me. It means there's new post from somebody. Mm-hmm. We got RJ Smokehole. We have got oh. video game chuds. Uh-huh. Very lively discussions and yeah. sports ball, which again, uh, no one's posted. No, no, that's not true. Well, sports uh, ball, July fifth. Some of the seasons
2: are out right now, right? Like, there's no football right now. Hockey's out. Basketball's out. The baseball's just just starting to heat nope. up. So, so
1: f- for a very long time, no one had posted since uh, my my loony predicted the Stanley Cup okay. Finals. Well, and, it's almost uh, the Olympics, so you can put that the in there. Sweet, I- I've got some picks there. Which is, oh, which is, see, your,
2: which is, what?
1: The RJ, you're ruining it.
2: No, you can't, you can't take that down because you don't know what the engagement is going to be. Uh-huh. Y- you have to wait to see what the engagement is going to be.
1: Let's see, what, what do we got going on? We got RJ's uh, fondness for Edge uh, on display uh-huh. here. Hey, we have uh, recently acquitted uh, Kevin Spacey uh, being referenced by, uh, by Rob Eagle.
2: Do you think that's a coincidence?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know when he posted it and when the coincidence of all that news coming out was. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I think it was a reference to the Mothman thing that
2: Lawrence Like the Mothman prophecies? With.
1: No. Um, uh, Bisexual Mothman mailman makes a special delivery in our butts. The, the novel.
2: That sounds... I, would hold, I, I
1: hope it's a novel. I mean, um, oh,
2: that sounds like a Chuck Tingle.
1: And then I, think, I see Lawrence shared something else that I've seen post around about uh, what's that? The how uh, Henry Cavill's really gone downhill. Mm. Uh, a lot of a lot of annoying things uh, being shared about Oppenheimer. I mean, uh, what do you annoying? mean by annoying? I, oh my god! Like the, what people are accrediting yeah, to this movie? Yeah, yeah, all these things.
2: Can <laughs> Which one do you think is the worst? Cause I think the one that I just posted in movie, the video game just, one. No, not that one. Even I think the movie scoops one I posted is the what? worst one. But, but is,
1: if there's any post credit scenes,
2: post credits. And then it's like, check out our spoiler free, um, rev- uh, review. Uh, and it's just like spoiler. It's like, you guys, this is like global history. There's no spoilers what, here. What, we already know what happens.
1: What, what do you think about, uh, see, okay up front, folks, uh, we haven't gone to see Oppenheimer yet. We plan uh, to.
2: Yeah, soon, soon.
1: But you know what's g- going to make me not want to go see this movie is the internet because it, it, it <laughs> Are sucks. They fight clubbing it. I didn't. I didn't care about seeing Barbie in one way or another. But boy, oh boy, the fandom, the bullshit online makes me really not want to see that movie ever.
2: Yeah, that thing's yeah. gotten very, very um
1: obnoxious
2: obnoxious yeah i'll i'll definitely watch it with andy when it gets released on streaming in like five months it's,
1: there you there you go
2: i'll watch it there but not a, not a minute sooner i
1: i don't give a fuck about saving hollywood no 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 i don't get ca- i don't care
2: do you see that the rock uh, <laughs> the, the biggest contribution ever made to the uh, screen actors guild for striking actors he made no, a donation.
1: I mean, what pancakes?
2: No, something they were, they were saying, we can't say the dollar amount, but we can say it's the biggest donation ever received. <laughs> so I, I think he's trying, I think he realizes that he's, he's, he's taint his brand.
1: Is, is this like the anonymous donor? Well, it wasn't enthusiasm. even anonymous. He, he, oh, I know, like... but it's just like, but it's like in that ballpark of like, it was a lot. I can't, I,
2: I can't say, I can't,
1: it... I can't say, but. It was a significant uh, was contribution, significant. and it's very appreciated. It's like, why don't you just say? Why don't you just tell me? Tell us. It's. I, I don't feel like it wouldn't be appropriate. It wouldn't be appropriate. But 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 take my word for it. It was. Uh, it was a, a large lot. sum. It was a large sum. It
2: was a lot. Oh. oh. Uh,
1: on what I am watching, you can keep up up with uh, my highlights of of a, te- a television show I'm watching.
2: I well, you, we gotta wait for creeping on, I guess, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hear all about that there. Uh, San Francisco media talking about getting ripped off on used DVDs, who's and snacks. Just disgusting. Hopefully, fake news about Italy and French's partnering to make mustard flavored candy. Why would you say I, that's fake? I, 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 I pray. I pray that it's fake. It's not fake. He, uh, t- uh, two can dine for fourteen ninety nine, which RJ was just at? promoting at Arby's. Oh, I love Down- Arby's. The unofficial sponsor of this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's it. Oh I like the Kotaku one though. Oppenheimer is cinema's most triple A gaming moment of twenty twenty three.
2: Now I didn't uh, I didn't read that article. Uh, so I couldn't You don't I, need I
1: couldn't don't need. tell
2: you I couldn't tell you what, what they're saying in there. I just I saw the headline and I went I went, huh?
1: A pox on their houses <laughs> I went,
2: what i was I was very confused by it' very very confused very confused, so you're saying that the discord uh for as little as one dollar right
1: as little as
2: but they can don't there's no cap to how much they can no. contribute right like yeah, no... they
1: they could give us like a a hundo yeah hundred million. A, a hundred million dollars. Oh, it's really And your preferred denomination.
2: Hey, you know, maybe one day if uh, if the X rebrand ever doesn't work out and they need a new rebrand and they want that Creeps brand, I mean, we do have copyright ownership over that, so yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get a hundred hundred milio for uh, for some Discord X branding. That'd be pretty cool. You think that'll happen?
1: So are you uh, uh re- are you regretting not getting that air conditioning yet?
2: Uh well actually well we have a break in the heat now which is again, uh, right
1: nice. now which is like still really hot. But it's still really hot
2: but it's not as hot as it's it not, was.
1: Not not as hot as it was.
2: It's 10 degrees uh cooler today than it was 4 days ago which And is... it's
1: and it's 28 degrees. And it's 20 20- Celsius.
2: It's, it's still so hot. Um, well, no, I mean, like I've, I've wanted it since we've been here. It's just hasn't worked out well. And I think mm. I told you, I got to get that pergola down with the creeper on it. So Jarrett that, so we have that thing out there. You've seen it right with the vines. Yeah. You've been here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that even, thing, even
1: when you didn't know I was there.
2: Yes, I know. I'm aware. I'm, uh, I, well, I mean, I know that you, uh, you're around sometimes when I, when I can't tell.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: so we don't quite know what it is, but we think it's a Virginia creeper. And uh, we have apple trees in the backyard. And my we favorite have listener. The Virginia creeper. Uh, we have apple trees and they're making a shit ton of apples right now. So much so that I'm not kidding. I have a five gallon pail or like a Canadian tire pail. And every day, I go out there and there I fill that thing up with apples that have fallen and have started to rot on the ground. Every single day I fill that pail up.
1: That makes us for some very happy wasps.
2: Well, that, that's why I go pick them up every day so that the wasps don't get them. But they've already started to, like, cave in. Like, they're getting yeah. eaten on the branch or something. Like, I can't save them. Anyways, my point is, I was picking do up think, apples. Do you
1: think the spiders are eating them? <laughs> they're getting stronger? Holy fuck.
2: Well, it's probably Ants. <laughs> uh yeah. some wasps and then we have a, we have a bug problem. An- so,
1: well, the bugs that are eating them, they're getting like powered up by those apples and then the spiders eat those guys. And it's then they of, like, get
2: powered up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like a wealth transfer oh, with I'm, spiders with I'm aware. apple wealth.
2: I'm aware. See, that's the other problem with this Virginia creepers. It's got these bugs called the leaf hoppers. And when you walk under it, it sounds like it's raining because they're like jumping around so much. It's a real nightmare. Um, But, uh, I was picking up these apples and I kind of like brushed against this creeper thing and like I don't usually touch it. Like I trim it sometimes, but I'm wearing gloves and I put it in a bucket. And I got like poison ivy rash all over my arm.
1: Okay, that's a that's a plot point in a recent episode of the thing I've been watching.
2: <laughs> poison ivy. rash? that,
1: that that's that's how that, poison ivy. That's how they figure out uh, okay. who the killer is.
2: Okay, so wait, what is what is the thing? I didn't look it up. Is it it's leaves of three? Leave it be. Leaves of. What's the what's the second half of that?
1: Four. <laughs> That's like eat a rhyme. some more. <laughs> no, can we get up? to look it up? Look it
2: up. Le- leaves of three, leave them be. Leaves of four, what what is it? Is it eat some um, more?
1: I, I don't know. Le- leaves of three, let it be. Is a good rule of thumb that they don't say anything about four.
2: There's not. There's no continuation.
1: Eat. Eat. Maybe eat some more. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Eat some more. I got it. <laughs> really? I got, got it. Got it in one.
2: Saying. That's what I was. Well, that's what I was just saying. Well, well I, I think that's
1: like a. I think isn't that what Homer Simpson says? Yeah, I I just looked it up in in Camp Krusty when Marge is telling Krusty. Bart about Poison Ivy. Leaves <laughs> a three, let it be. Homer says leaves of four, eat some more.
2: Hey, I mean, he's got lots of words of wisdom. If it's brown, drink it down. If it's black,
1: if it's black send it back. It
2: oh it's good stuff it's good stuff anyways i got like poison ivy rash on my arm and it really sucks ass
1: are you taking care of it
2: uh, andrea made me like a salt paste uh she read on the internet that Epsom salts were good for like poison ivy rash
1: type stuff what about so, Epsom inks
2: uh yeah i could put it under a printer like yeah you know. uh we don't own a printer actually i have a printer at work so uh
1: Ooh, stealing? Nice. Do... No,
2: no, no, no! Not stealing. Redistributing. <laughs> Repatriation. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Robin Hood. <laughs>
2: uh, the the three sheets of paper I print out a year <laughs> I think are more than covered by their uh, yeah, I think or, you're to... <laughs> by their budget. I, I
1: I hear the the sound of the, the slammer being thrown, <laughs> th- th- <laughs> 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 ringing down the corridor of the jailhouse. So. Printing some personal documents at work, huh? On the taxpayer's dime. <laughs> you something... make me want to puke. Is
2: this in a Simpsons episode?
1: Uh, no. This is, it could this be is though. The, the theater of the mind.
2: The theater of the mind. It could be. No. I don't even remember how I got to that. Oh yeah, the AC. So uh, yeah, because <laughs> I we have to cut this creeper thing down before we can put an AC up there, and like the pergola itself because it's leaning. We got to cut it all down. And like t- a couple of days ago, I was like, fuck, I was like, we don't need to let the leaves fall. I'll just rip this shit out. But today I got that poison ivy sting on it. And it was like, fuck, we do have to let the leaves fall. So got to let the leaves fall, Jarrett. And then that sounds,
1: that's the sound of my that's the title of my indie band.
2: Got to let the leaves fall.
1: Yeah.
2: There's a fruit fly in here. Well, we call, we, well, we call, we call
1: ourselves, uh, yeah, the bands, the Virginia Creepers,
2: the Virginia Creeper. Yeah. Right. And then number one song is gotta let the leaves fall. Yeah, but it would be gotta let the leaves fall, like L E A F S, <laughs> to make it edgy, you know.
1: Uh, pr- uh provocative. Provocative,
2: auteur. And
1: yeah, yeah, yeah invocative. Yeah.
2: So yeah, to answer your question, yes, I I really would like would like it, but. Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't think we can get it yet but you know if we wait until fall maybe it'll be on sale like buying like a winter coat in July like maybe it'll be a little cheaper than normal oh like a hundred bucks you think cheaper okay. or something? yeah maybe I did, I did get a quote and stuff like that it's about four grand so
1: okay
2: takes Oops. up some premium real estate though is the only problem like outside
1: who it cares <laughs> Yeah. not use don't. that. You just don't use that part of the house anyway. <laughs> it's like once it's gone, it's gone, and you'll and you'll not even remember. Oh yeah, that used to not be there. It would be
2: right in that that concrete pad in the back where where you have sat a few times. That's where the AC unit would be. Is right beside right, right beside the wall there. Beautiful. Oh. Anyways, what were we talking about? Farts and stuff. Ah. That was stuff. my chair, by the way. That wasn't me farting for real. Okay. I saw a thing that Robert Downey Jr. said that uh Killian Murphy had the biggest sacrifice an actor can give for his Oppenheimer role. Ooh. Can you believe that? I I don't. You can't believe it? Oh, while we were on the before we get off Discord, what's your favorite um sub channel? I'll tell you mine. If you tell me yours. Um, Which is the hey. one that you're whenever you see it light up bold, you're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is gonna be good.
1: Creepsville, Jeez, the creepy stench. I, I don't know if I have one. Um, you like them all? I mean, creeping stench is terrifying. You never, you don't know, you don't know how people are going to interpret it or if it's, it's like, like the right place for it. What's gonna get posted uh, in there? Yeah, yeah. I think some people forget about it. They, they don't. Really, they they save the dankness for themselves. Right. Um. I actually do look forward to what I am watching. I like to know what people oh. are up to. Okay. But that or food and snacks.
2: Yeah, I think food and snacks is, it's definitely the most uh, contributed to.
1: It is a robust conversation.
2: Yeah, it's the most contributed to. Uh, So I I like food and snacks a lot too, but uh, I I, I won't lie. My favorite one is the smoke hole. I think there's some premium content in there.
1: Yeah, sometimes it even features you.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe next week.
1: Maybe, maybe next week. May, maybe.
2: perhaps, Perhaps over a garbage can somewhere.
1: <laughs> maybe.
2: In the city, will he be wearing the same shirt and hat? Maybe. Maybe. But then people will notice, wait, his hair's a little shorter. Is this the same picture?
1: The, the theater going experience.
2: it's oh, good stuff. That's right. What What's Oppenheimer clock at?
1: Six hours? Three hours. It's one of the nice things about that Barbie movie. Hour fifty-four. Not too bad. Could still shave that down a bit. Yeah. I think uh, I said to you before: I'm
2: ninety-eight minutes. Ninety-eight yeah. minutes. Yeah. Just just shy of a hundred. That's what. What about
1: let's 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 go with the Charles Band eighty-eight.
2: Ooh. I think I saw a Charles Band movie that was the sixty-six at one once.
1: Yeah, there's some Cormans like that too.
2: Puppet Master Seven, maybe.
1: <laughs> and they still feel feature really feature length. Really.
2: Uh, incredibly feature length.
1: Incredible. Incredibly feature length. No. Well swell. Hey, so uh yeah. next week uh mm-hmm. we, we, we can, we'll do emails, but right now we got four. Ooh. Four so emails? Four emails. All right, not too well, I'll bad. Put, I'll not, put that Not, call a, bad, out next not week. a bad start.
2: I'll put the call out next week, Jarrett. You yeah. and we'll see. Well,
1: RJ, since yeah. uh, letting down the listenership of uh, yeah. Criterion Creeps, I hope it was worth it for the last two weeks, uh, and you watched plenty of things, plenty of I, things. I
2: I've done things that I can speak about.
1: Sure, but would you like to go first? Because I know you're just no, no. You're you, go, you you go right ahead. We'll we'll build the anticipation. Of uh, me and Peter Falk.
2: Okay. I mean, I did watch a movie called Robots, but I don't think anyone is gonna care or want to hear about that. So I might I might not talk about that.
1: What is this? Anthony Hines, Casper Christensen, Shailene it's... Woodley. Some people just click. she she was married. Are they both are they both robots?
2: Okay, so well this guy, he's um Andrew Whitehall or whatever his name is. He's a, a comedian from um Either England or Australia. Can't remember. You're so, about
1: Jack, Jack Whitehall?
2: Jack Whitehall. Yeah, he's the main guy. So uh, he's from one, some kind of Commonwealth country.
1: He's, he's, in, he's an Englishman.
2: English? Okay. So uh, I, I've seen a show with him, uh, like a TV show from the BBC, and uh, it was pretty good. Uh, and then Shailene Woodley, she was Mary Jane in the Andrew Garfield movies, but her scenes were cut. So she was never Oof. on screen Mary Jane. I see. So this is a somewhat near future world where uh, people make robots, um, but there's a lot of very strict rules. A lot of like Trump DeSantis era type rules about robots where it's like they have to like have this very clear robot thing. They're going to do all of the labor work and it's going to get the, um, like the illegals out of the country kind of thing. And I say that because it's like a plot
1: point. Oh, Oh, I, I see. So they're using robots as a means to make sure there's a to shore up the the labor loss that they would by expelling people yeah because
2: the the movie opens up with the the trump wall being finished and then it's like we could have
1: never done this without
2: the robots Uh. (laughs) but apparently this is based on like a short story from some guy from somewhere else in the world i I, I think i do see
1: busted out the uh the real monsters hashtag i
2: don't i don't i don't drop that that often but uh so I, I feel like I I feel like the Trump labor law stuff was uh, thrown in for this, but uh, it looked I think it was some kind of book or short story from somewhere else. But so anyways, robots are like a thing now and they're used for labor, but uh, they try to make it very like strict where it's like, yeah, these are our laborers. You, you can't date robots. You can't own a personal robot of something, some kind. It's like these are just guys who are janitors and. uh like ditch diggers and stuff like that. And it's like, all right. And then what you find out is uh this guy, he has a personalized robot of himself that he sends out to meet women and to date them. Because uh the robot is like very good at uh doing everything right. So he sends the robot out to date the women and then uh before um the intercourse Jarrett uh the robot comes back and then he takes over so that he can do the Intercourse.
1: The intercourse. Yeah.
2: The intercourse. Uh so that's him, and then he meets a girl that he sends the robot out to date, and then uh uh, and, uh change of addresses get mixed up and the robot goes for the intercourse and he goes somewhere else accidentally, and then and then don't you know there's maybe another twist in there. Jared
1: Damn There's uh, there's a lady, there's a lady doing the exact same thing
2: maybe but maybe <laughs> maybe it's the flip though oh maybe she goes on the dates
1: and then she sends the robot for the intercourse
2: yes potentially potentially uh it's it's yeah, not bad yeah, like yeah. uh i like this comedian it's okay it uh um it's got some it's, stuff it's, that it's i enjoy
1: Sh- 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 esque
2: uh, <laughs> not unlike no this uh I think this is uh, a bit a bit away from that kind of camp. This is romantic comedy kind of thing, but uh for nerds who like robots and stuff. Um, no, it's not it's not bad. I would I wouldn't recommend it to you
1: for no. sure. Well it looks uh, like on Letterboxd people aren't really uh, fans of this movie.
2: Yeah, like I mean I think there's some stuff that's a little bit too like on the nose, like the um the Trump wall thing at the start. You're kinda like, all right. All right, but it was like a it was a clean ninety minutes, I think. Um, and so I think we put this on, and I think about twenty minutes into it, I think Andrew and I were both looking at our phones for like ten minutes, and then we, you know, kind of like occasionally pop up. So it's a perfect movie for that. You know, like a magazine movie, Jarrett. Anyways, more like that. That's the movie I watched. Um, but I, I have I I did. Uh, I did watch a full series, a TV series, not a the one. Television you think.
1: program. Well, I know that.
2: Well, uh, well, it's because I wanted to watch this one first, and there's a reason for that. Uh, okay. And then before that, I did. Uh, I I have beaten the Zelda
1: game. Fucking you know, about time.
2: Do you know how many hours I fi- I finished off on? Seventy hours. J- Close. It was. Uh, it said sixty plus. So oh. I don't know what that is. 63, sixty three. Sixty. Could over be
1: 69
2: 60. it could have been it very well could have been um Zelda games are always really good these uh new open world ones they're they're great like uh a lot of care a lot of really clever things in there great story it's really really good my uh only my only like thing against it is it's like it's a really big fucking game like I didn't really dick around that much. Like I I went I did like all of the things I could to get more hearts and stuff like that. But like I didn't do a ton of side missions or anything like that. And uh it was still sixty hours for me. So basically main story is a sixty hour game, which is uh pretty fucking massive. You know what I mean, Drew?
1: Uh for you, yeah. I mean yeah. Uh, this this must be the lengthiest game you've played at this point. Uh, uh in your in, in your revisiting and you're like your rena- this is like the My RJ game-a-sons? video game Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, getting those systems since uh, the, yeah. the Patreon money came through. Well, uh, loaded up I on Switch. Yeah. The
2: switch I bought myself without without anyone else. But uh the, the PS5 was, was Patreon supported. Um what was I gonna say, yeah, and the Renaissance. Actually I was talking to a friend of Shore, Ryan Nagel, and he was he was playing, but he's like he's like, Yeah, it's hard to keep going. Cause I mean he's got a family stuff so it's hard to he's, he he's got a
1: family to feed
2: yeah, it's hard for him to game all the time but uh my wife goes to bed at like eight thirty some nights and is like i got nothing to do so i'll play for like two three hours some nights um but anyways uh he was saying it was like when, when we were kids we would buy like a platformer or a platformer or like a beat-em-up and you'd play like two weeks on like two levels just fucking grinding like the two same levels over and over again because they were either really hard or they were just like designed poorly or something like that Hmm. and uh a game like this like if if i was like 12 years old and i had this i think i could put down 300 hours and i wouldn't have done the same thing a single time like it would just that's how big it is uh but you know things change right jared things change So I'm I'm happy with myself. I did the main story. 60 hours is more, more than adequate. It's almost a dollar twenty an hour for entertainment for for the uh, purchase of that game. So
1: yeah, yeah. Well, it's like as much does the game cost you? 80, 90 bucks.
2: It is like 80 something. Yeah. Oh,
1: so not it's so not quite a dollar an hour.
2: Yeah, not quite. Not quite. You
1: didn't. You didn't. You didn't keep your costs down. You, you had to keep playing it. More. I
2: mean, I could pump in twenty more hours, but I don't want to. That's, That's right. That's the only thing. Like, it's. It was. It's a really, really good game. But near the end, the last couple hours, I was like, I'm ready for this to be done. I was like, this is slightly overstaying its welcome. You know what I so mean?
1: What, so, what's the series you watched?
2: Uh, so, uh, oh, Jerry, no. you know, you, you, no, this, no, nothing. No, 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 I. I mean, this might actually be something that you're into. I don't know. I don't. Oh we oh, I don't know if we've okay. ever talked about this before okay it's it's a prime original it's based uh-huh. on a book
1: uh-huh
2: okay so here's the thing uh you know how I like audiobooks right yeah since summer has started my chores yeah. outside uh increase so I'm outside a lot like today okay. I was outside for an hmm. hour and a half and I listened to an audiobook at 1.5 so an hour and a half two hours outside is actually like four hours of an audiobook. Uh, I have now audio booked four books since summer has began, uh, began. get yep. I did a Stephen King book. I did four seasons or different seasons. And then I did uh Clive Barker, cold heart Canyon, which was, uh, it was okay. Uh, it was one of, like it, it, it was a lower Clive Barker book. Um, but I was like, I don't know, whatever. I'll just get like, and I knew that going in, but I was like, I'll give it a try. It was okay. It's about, like, an aging Hollywood guy who gets plastic surgery and then ends up in this ancient sex dun- du- dungeon that like where the devil has sex with people and stuff. You know, like, pretty vintage Clive Barker stuff. And then uh, I just did two books in, uh, like, ten days, and they're the same series. Have you figured it out yet?
1: No. Okay. Uh, okay, there's an uh, there
2: is now an Amazon Prime show based on this book series. And uh the hint I'll give you it is man stuff. It is burly man uh, stuff.
1: Are you are you watching the second coming of Jack?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm watching With Jack Reacher. J- J- Jack,
1: Jack Reacher done right.
2: Yeah, Jack Reacher done authentically, I I suppose. Where Lee Child, he always said that like Tom Cruise, because people are like they're like, what do you feel about him? Because like the way I, I always find this really funny, the way that Lee Child describes Jack Reacher, he's just like a massive man, incredibly fit. And the, the one that always stuck out to me was his hands were the his hands were the size of dinner plates. And I was always like, what? <laughs> it's just a it's really goofy like uh, yeah. description. I,
1: I I tried reading a Lee Child book, I, I, the first one, the first one, and I was just like, not yeah. for me. Yeah.
2: Okay, me. I didn't know, because sometimes you like this man stuff, sometimes you don't. Uh, I... Uh, I,
1: I think it's like the way that these guys write, like, it's like, oh, this is how he gets a woman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that stuff's always just like eye-rolly, and you're just like, okay, dude. And, that, and I can only imagine, <laughs> I can only imagine, because uh, like, I like, I don't know, tor- like, I don't know, weird, weird, tortured, minimalist man. Not like the way, like, wish, not wish-fulfillment man. Like yeah, every woman's just ready for it, ready for me to come through town, and yeah. then they'll be like, and they always say something like, "I'm, I'll be ready for you when you come back through, Jack," and, uh, <laughs> and like and he goes, "Oh, oh if you, I come back, if I come back, but if I do, I'll come," so, and then he smiles at the camera. So
2: what I will say is yeah. that Reacher is, it's a little bit better. Like he's still, he still bones down every book, but it's not like yeah. it was, he was, doesn't describe it. it as like his worse. throbbing manhood was <laughs> no. all she ever wanted. It's like nothing gross. Like but, but,
1: but you can infer that.
2: <laughs> you can infer that. Yeah. Like, cause he does bone down all the time. See, uh... uh, uh, like, or not all the time. Like each, each book. I mean, he's, he's doing something, but, uh, I don't find oh, it yeah. over sexualizer, and it's not too incelly where it's just like every chick ever wanted, ever uh, born <laughs> wanted 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 Jack Reacher's dong because he was so hot. Yeah. It's it's Cause not because
1: he because he, he's so muscly. He is muscly, Yeah,
2: yeah they got a really good actor for him. Um, uh, you you remember the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movies? Nope. It's a it's the guy who plays Raphael.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> You you
2: remember Raph?
1: Nope. So he's in a suit. Is he is he still in the suit in these? <laughs> he's uh... out of the suit in these. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Well, Peter, it's me, the Sandman.
1: <laughs> me. Uh,
2: his name's Alan Rich Richson. I think it's not Richardson or Richardson. Yeah. I think it's Richson.
1: So he's a big lummox.
2: He's yeah. He's a massive dude. He's like six seven and just like. Like he he's enormous, but that that's uh that's how the character is described. So, sure. Um, so I did two Reacher books uh in the last like week and a half. Um, okay. I've I've audiobooked the first two years ago, and then I saw the Amazon Prime show and I was like, oh hey Reacher, and I was like I I like those first two books, and then uh so I did book three and four, uh, which were was uh die trying, and um running blind we're three and four so die trying is like an old military guy and guy is kind of like oh blackmailing people and then book four was a serial killer that the fbi blackmails reacher into helping so uh i i, I don't know I, li- I like this man Jared. um it's yeah. really dorky it's corny uh but i i, I kind of like this idea of this man who walks into a room and is very like, he doesn't want trouble, but people always pick fights with him because he's a big dude. And he's like, Ugh. and then he, he always, he, he, in, in, in the recent book I read, he punched a woman in the head so hard that her spine shattered and she died. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Not because uh-huh. it was violence against women, just because it was violence in general. Uh, So anyways, uh, I did two Reacher books and uh, they're, um, it's it's like it's like steamy trash novels uh for men and I like that. But I That's I, right.
1: I, you're, I watched, you're a man, right?
2: I am a man sometimes. Uh <laughs> oh, but gosh. I I watched the Reacher show. So it's based on the first book and uh, they they did they are doing a season 2 uh not on the second book I had some other book out of the 25 or whatever it is but uh it was the first book um I really I liked it. It does it it sometimes dips into the areas you think it will with like out of out fish out of water crime drama type stuff it does that sometimes but uh the main thing is there's just this huge man and he's fighting people a lot
3: yeah of course and i
2: like that you could watch the trailer live of him fighting people i showed andrew i was like this is what i'm watching right now she's like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh i was like it's really manly hey and she's like "Uh (laughs)
0: uh-huh yeah Uh uh-huh
2: uh-huh it's like eight episodes, I think.
0: Something like that. Anyways. Okay. I, right.
2: I like Reacher, Jared. I know that's I know fine. it's trashy.
1: That's that's no, it's fine. You just, yeah. yeah you, you you get what you get sign up for, I guess.
2: Yeah. It it works really well as an audiobook. I don't know if it could hold my attention as as if I was reading it physically. I know that might sound weird, but like when I'm outside like watering the yard and stuff and i I have the audiobook going, I'm just you know uh... and uh, hearing you know about guys' muscles, just kind yeah. of fits
1: there you go muscles
2: <laughs> muscles so uh and and I think now i watch that show that we had okay. mentioned, but i want i I had seen that reacher was like eight episodes, and I was like, hmm, it's like I should watch that before I yeah. get into a well, a I deep know dive.
1: Yeah, I know we've been talking about, like, uh, you're wanting to, like, get into, like, a cop show set in Los Angeles, uh, and like, Any- you want to watch something about a, a different kind of cop.
2: What do you mean by different? Like, like he's a got different... no arms?
1: Uh, no, I mean, he-, he plays by his own rules, but he gets results.
2: Oh, okay. Is he kind of like an off-the-cuff kind of cough? Like, he wears yeah. a trench coat a lot? Maybe he's got a lazy.
1: <laughs> we don't talk about that. Oh, Okay. Yeah, we don't talk about that.
2: Well, I mean, I don't mean it in a bad way. Like a wandering eye is just something that happens with people. Sometimes those muscles, they're called ciliary muscles. Sometimes those get detached and uh, no. there's nothing you can do.
1: Just... Well, all I'm all, all saying is one person will understand what I'm talking about and you will soon as well. But that yeah. all being said, I am talking about what I've been watching. What's which, is also, which is about a cop who gets results and he's a different kind of cop. Oh, on wow. a different kind of cop show set in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. And uh, the only the person who will, refer, who will pick up on these references is the one who uh, gifted this to me via the Discord. Via can, you just,
2: can you describe how this happened? Because gifts, are gifts a thing now? Because I could use an AC unit.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, folks, it... you know where live, so just, just send it lives. <laughs> just Just
2: drop one off, please.
1: Yeah. Don't have to, yeah, don't even have to hook it up. Just No, to...
2: I'll I'll pay yeah. for installation. No oh, problem. No problem. No problem. problem.
1: Yeah. Um uh, yeah, so I can't even I think you posted about uh It
2: was a prime day sale. Prime
1: Day, yeah. Yeah, and that uh the complete Colombo <laughs> was on was, was up for sale and it was like, I don't know, fifty bucks or something like that. And mm-hmm. I I made some I made some comment uh adding Lawrence. I was like, Hey well you should buy me this because well, because he's, he's like gifted me he, something. He's, 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 bought you, he's bought you some video games. Uh, uh, he
2: bought me Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, yep. and
1: he just sent, and he sent it right to you. Yes, he and, did. Uh, and I was like, hey, I've known him longer than that. Surely there's like interest <laughs> on this like random Discord gifting. And it's like, hey, where's uh-huh. where's my Columbo? And uh, sure enough, he just <laughs> sent it, um, right over, and uh, mm-hmm. with a with a with a very nice little uh, note, uh. <laughs> What, you, uh, what, what was you the can, note? Well, you can read it on Discord.
2: Oh, it wasn't personalized?
1: It was personalized.
2: Oh, well, where was it? Physical media uh, acquisitions?
1: I'm not sure where that got posted. It was wherever the thread was. Oh, I see the it. Original. There you go. Oh, I see. I see.
2: Yeah. I, I could read it out loud, but... Um, you should. Yeah, you could read that. Well, I mean, this might be a Patreon exclusive, though, this note.
1: Uh, you know, You already know. Those who know, know where it's going down. <laughs>
2: okay. I'll say uh, a gift from Lawrence WK. I, I won't say his last name for uh privacy reasons. No. But a, a gift from Lawrence K. Get fucked is the uh with an exclamation from La- point. From,
1: from Lawrence K.
2: From Lawrence K. So uh that's yeah. the uh that's what he was going for. You know? Huge. Huge. I uh, that is huge. So how did you feel uh when this uh Colombo was um
1: uh, well, well, I, when I got it, because I got it right over here. So, see
2: this? Yeah, that's a He's... pretty big box He's... set.
1: This is an absolute unit. That wow, well, and and the Colombo thing's pretty big too. Not too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's some uh, that's some uh, lead child humor. So this is, the, good stuff. The, this, this is seasons one through four is half of that in this like weird case. So the one thing about these like multi-packs now, these, like these are the type of things you see at Walmart. Uh, they just like stack the discs like on, on a spindle mm-hmm. inside. And you're just like, oh boy, really mm-hmm. like, got corners here. But that's okay. Uh, the only thing I keep anticipating is like one of these episodes is going to be like fucked up and it's going to skip and not play. I know it's going to happen. Not yet though. Not yet. That's... So far so good. So uh, these have been keeping me, um, keeping me occupied as I paint away, Mm -hmm. uh, two feet away, because I've definitely seen season one through, um, at least once or twice. Because I did own that one. How Uh, far do you
2: think you are in this current watch, like season two?
1: I am. Oh, I'm into. See right now, what disc did I leave off on? Let's listen to that clamshell. The satisfaction mm-hmm. of physical media. Well, you hear the oh, rattling? Yeah. I do like, the, yeah, I the, like that. I like a rattling. It's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I've watched, I'm in season three. I just finished the episode of Donald Pleasance, which oh. is like, yeah. Uh,
2: you know, Interesting.
1: Where he's like a, he's a wine aficionado, a connoisseur.
2: He's a wino? Yeah.
1: He's a wino. Yeah. Oh, he, wow. he, he, he really goes there. He, he does Donald Pleasance things.
2: He does. He he goes full alcoholic.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think uh, I, I, some, like beer might have just sprayed onto the lens of your camera. Uh,
2: no, there was a little bit of a like. There was a little bit of like a spray on my shirt, but I got. No,
1: it. No, no, I, I think some of it went on the lens, though. Uh. uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's good. that? Better.
2: Well, it was it was like a little it was a little spray, so I was just trying to actually clean it a, out a,
1: a little bit. spritz, a little spritz.
2: It was a, so it a Colombo right. spritz.
1: That's right. So uh, we've talked about Colombo, I feel like on this podcast, sure before. we have during um, really
2: Casavetti's week.
1: That's right, and, and my fondness for it, and it comes up here and there. I, I think Columbo is part of the uh, uh, the popular culture landscape in various ways. I don't know how many people actually watch Colombo at this point how many people do it ironically i think mm-hmm. that it had i think it had its moment of uh um uh, nostalgia there's people mm-hmm. who c- grew up watching it to a point and then there's the people who like who came at it at the very tail end of uh the heyday of columbo uh watching these episodes on like probably A&E uh back mm-hmm. when A&E showed things like that not just storage wars mm-hmm. they played blocks of like quincy columbo? Quincy, medical
2: Remember? doctor.
1: Yeah, it was That's all like the uh, NBC uh, mystery movies. That's what they were. Mm. Columbo was like one of those like things where I've talked about before. As a kid, I thought Columbo was real cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found him a very uh, fascinating character, really, really funny, mm-hmm. uh, and like you loved his like, chili talk. We, we, well, I've learned I've learned to appreciate his chili talk because man, oh man, that guy. I think like most episodes have some sort of mention of food but mm-hmm. i will say that this show is not the most uh screenshotable
3: it's, it's kind really? of
1: hard to uh encapsulate the peter falk delivery it's very rambly you, you can't ever really grab it usually in one perfect moment mm-hmm. uh usually it's like he keeps talking and talking and talking and that, there's the humor in that but it's like you can't you can't it, screenshot that you're at saying all. The,
2: the charm is un, uh, uncatchable
1: uh, a lot of the time, yeah. yeah. So I'm not i I'm not posting as many screenshots as I would like. But yeah, there's a the first season is very uh uh heavy, uh heavily chili Latin. Like it's I've, it's I've a lot. noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I, Jared,
2: I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> I bet you are.
2: I I actually I do like it quite a bit. I I like a good chili talk. So uh when I saw all this chili talk, I was like, man. I was like no. that's good. I was like I'm I like this chilly discord.
1: Now, have you watched much Columbo?
2: Uh, not a frame, other than what you've posted to. Uh... Really? Well, I mean, I don't lot. think so. I don't. I mean, I've maybe saw some as a kid, but I honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen an episode of Columbo.
1: Okay. So the the arc of these episodes usually kind of goes with like kind of like a like almost like a cold open or mm-hmm. a preamble of you're, you're introduced to the killer before usually the the murderer uh they usually have like a some kind of celebrity of the mm-hmm. time uh so this show kind of start like, it was, it was, actually it was two pilots uh nineteen sixty eight and nineteen seventy one mm-hmm. before it really took off and uh they you see them kill them mm-hmm. you won't quite it's not like particularly ever gruesome or anything like that it's just like and it's always usually for money. Or in the heat of the moment and then they try to cover it up. Mm-hmm. And uh Columbo is the detective on the case. Working by himself, because he almost never has a partner. Well, uh um,
2: why would he? He's Colombo.
1: He's Colombo. Uh it Lieutenant Colombo. Yeah. And he's just uh he basically just like is sicked right onto the person. Uh mm-hmm. the 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 person Good. in particular, so the criminal almost I think at this point, a hundred percent of the time is someone from the upper crust um mm. we've had doctors uh lawyers we've had writers we've had actors um industrialists uh other like kind of like security officers it's kind of like i was it's sort of like some sort of dig on nixon or something like that mm-hmm. but everyone is like a professor like a yeah upper middle class plus uh professional uh their taste in art is pretty well what would have been lying around the NBC or I guess Universal Studios like backlots, uh, which is to of course signify class. No, is, of course, it's like Greco-Roman statues, busts mm. are like mm. everywhere in these people's houses, every single one, uh, and it becomes like this cliche, and I always laugh because there's like this whole fucking thing on Twitter by these uh, weird. Uh, like racists and uh crypto fascist oh, wow. people who are like using their traditional classic memes saying, This person made this artwork and by the time they are 22 in 600 BC, what have you done? Like, this kind of thing, you're like, What are they getting at here? Are,
2: hey, well, that we, person what, what didn't we? have to worry about fucking climate change and taxes and shit either, so it's like,
1: <laughs> Axes.
2: The axes, Jared. <laughs> Worrying about the axes? The axes and the taxes.
1: Well, yeah, then, then both. Sometimes the taxman comes to collect with an axe.
2: Well, exactly. Exactly. That's
1: what exactly. I'm saying. So anyway, they're always like assholes. And yeah. I guess part of the fun of watching it is you kind of want to see the people get away with it. But you also really, really want Columbo, who is firmly placed into the working class. He's got this wife. Maybe she doesn't exist. I'm sure she does. Um, and he's a, he always talks about his home life. He comes up with these like uh, homey little uh, anecdotes, uh, and he, he has this rambling way about him, which is of course to disarm people because they look at him, they think don't they, they look at that lazy eye you commented upon, and they go, oh, "Look at this guy. He looks. He look. He's like smoking cigars, <laughs> dumping them in like like weird uh, vases that he looked like. I got one just like that at home." Um and yeah he's just shuffling about. Uh, at some point later on in the show uh history, I definitely remember there's this whole thing about him like having eggshells in his pockets. How come? Um, I I don't know. I can't remember. I I'm looking forward to seeing the answer yet? to that. I'm not there yet. That's like 20 years uh from where I'm at. I think. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like thinking that was like so weird <laughs> as a kid. I'm like what. What right. is he about? But it's because he keeps bringing it up, and these people go, "Lieutenant Columbo, please."
2: Does it mean like planned. walking on eggshells? Like no,
1: like he literally has eggshells. He's
2: like, I, I got these eggshells. I just, I
1: just gotta get rid of them somehow. <laughs> oh, Columbo! Ah, uh, uh, yeah. You know, one last thing, and that's what he. That's what the show is. So, I mean, everybody kind of is like, oh, just one last thing. So, what happens is, because he comes, he has, he comes at these things that different angles. And this is a uh, Columbo is a man who subscribes to this notion of like the rational man. Mm-hmm. Um, that people act kind of in a frame of rationality that you can expect from people. So what you, what usually kind of puts him on the case is he'll deliver the bad news or he's around when the person finds out that someone's dead and he just happens to be standing there off to the side and the person doesn't know they're being observed or even mm-hmm. if they are being observed they're kind of like acting this kind of uh rehearsed way but then something will be off with their reaction it's like i you know you just found out that yeah yeah your, your wife died know, yeah you, you, but you still you you, you still grab the bills and you open it up I oh, would be on my mind if that happen <laughs> that, that kind of thing he's like that's just peculiar it's like well oh, they always go well you know uh in, this, in that state you're just never thinking very clearly i guess so i guess so but that from that point on he's on them, and mm. it's and they, of course their patience with him uh, usually it's pretty uh, broad, like they're pretty like accepting of this like kind of peculiar little amusement of a character. Mm-hmm. But then he, when he starts getting, nosing around too much, asking too many questions, like I talk about, I oh, yeah, said so you picked up your laundry. <laughs> it's like why would you have sent in your laundry after you did this thing? And they're like, Columbo, please, you're badgering me. <laughs> and then and then they push off, and then he's like, oh. then, then he starts going, oh, sorry about that. I don't mean any apology. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is what the show is for. Uh, each episode, these are not 40 minute episodes either. These are about an hour and 15 ish minutes because oh. these would have been, these would have aired with tons of commercials. Mm-hmm. Tons. Um, and they get really in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, you get to feel the, the seventiesness of it, the production of it. It feels like you're kind of watching a, a really cheap 70s TV production. Like, they feel kind of cinematic, but I think TV shows just kind of have this look like they look like the movies. I mean, Mm. the movies that come out nowadays look like TV shows and vice versa as well. So this isn't, like, revolutionary. But you can definitely see there are times where they're really pushing the boundaries of the budget as well. Uh, They will literally reuse guys from a previous episode. Mm. Uh, In the next episode, it's completely different characters. But it's the same actor. And they're just like, yeah, no one cares. It's been, it's because there's like months in between um, broadcasts. Mm-hmm. So like, listen, looking, like, okay, going through season one, uh, oh. I'll just mention. So the first two uh, pilots, the so one was made in 1968, uh, it's prescription murder. Oh. Um, and then the fall, that was followed up uh, years later. So yeah, uh, Pure Falk is very clean cut, very 1968 mm-hmm. uh <laughs> clean cut uh, still. And then 1971, he's really, he's really shagged out. Uh, that's Ransom for a Dead Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, the first mm. episode of season one is yeah. directed by none other than Steven Spielberg. Spielberg? Uh, Spielberg himself. Oh, early wow. days. Uh, Yeah, Murder by the Book. Uh, and this episode is written by Steven Bochco, who I don't know if you know at all.
2: <laughs> Did he write Steven
1: uh, not Sicario, but he wrote a lot of TV. He was a producer, he had a whole production company Home improvement? with uh Doogie Howser, MD, mm. uh, NYPD Blue, mm. Murder One, Brooklyn South, mm. um, Murder in the First, which is way later. But like mm. his early stuff that he would write on was um, these a lot of cop shows, uh, but like particularly Hill Street Blues, which is probably, I think, a lot of people and, and uh, NYPD Blue extremely feature? big big popular cop shows this guy he he loves his copaganda because let me tell you there's a few times when i'm watching this in colombo i'm like man it's true all cops are bastards even mm-hmm. colombo because <laughs> like when he's questioning people he just starts talking like a cop and uh i i, I think that's like one of the shows that is um kind of like most stock you gotta talk to me yeah <laughs> it's like i can help you like, no, he can't. He's going to use this as evidence. He's just gathering evidence the whole time. And he's just slow rolling. Yeah, so I'm not sure what sort of lessons we should be taking away. Uh, the lesson it. is trust
2: the police. Always. Always, no matter what, Jarrett.
1: No, no matter what. Uh, So, I don't know. I'm looking at who the murderers were. So we have, like, such classics. Jack Cassidy. Everyone mm. loves Jack Cassidy. Of course, that's the that's the guy who's kind of like the hack part of the uh, a, a mystery writer duo, mm. and the guy kills his own partner, um, and but tries to frame it up as, as a perfect little crime. But Columbo's on the case. Uh, we have Robert Culp. He's like he owns his own uh, like private investigating company, mm-hmm. and he uh, in a, in a fit of rage kills uh, one of his biggest clients' uh, wives. Who accuses him? We've or basically offers, th- threatens to like blackmail him. Of course. Yeah, we've but, all. Been there. Well, yeah. There's. It's a. It's a. It's a bonk taken too far, RJ. You know about uh, bonks?
2: I know about bonks. It's like the everyman story. You know, yep. every man's been one bonk away from the end of his life. Tra- tra- a
1: travesty. Yeah. Uh one of the highlight uh, cameos, I guess, was Roddy McDowell. Cornelius oh. himself shows up. Uh he's kind of like a. I don't know. He's 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 one of those guys delving into the free love kind of thing, but he's still a straight and uh, he's but he's also a chemist and mm-hmm. his stepfather, step parent is like trying to screw him out of taking over the, the chemical company and he blows him up. Ooh. It's going it's really good actually. Um you can definitely tell when like Peter Falk's like working with somebody mm-hmm. and they're really enjoying themselves, so like the Donald Pleasence episode I mentioned. Like they have like just scenes that go on endlessly, but you can yeah. see they're just working off of one another. Uh him and Roddy McDowell, they have some really good stuff. There's this really great thing about uh exploding cigar cases in it. That's like really well done. Uh they always have these sort of like open ended like um conclusions too, where you're like, Oh yeah. I mean it ends with him basically Arresting them, but there's these times where it's really touch and go whether or not he's going to get him. And there's like the one where it's like fuck, like last second almost. And you're like shit out of nowhere. Pretty fun,
2: like WWE style.
1: Like yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> off the top rope.
2: By God, he's killed him. He's you killed can him. You could cut.
1: You could cut the electricity here with a knife.
2: The electricity. You don't yeah, want to cut that feel. with a knife.
1: Well, well, well. This has been pointed out uh, by uh, people. This, is, these are things that Gorilla Monsoon would say.
2: Yeah, I mean, but
1: because because the joke would be you can cut it with a knife once. Yeah, <laughs> once. Uh, there's this one about an evil architect that's like pretty awesome that Peter Falk actually directed too, I think. Which is actually uh, I just I just cool. learned that that one's really good. It's got a great uh, ending. Patrick O'Neill's a real prick. Um, it's but yeah, that one's good. Uh, season two uh, opens up with John Cassavetes, uh, oh. as, a, as an evil um conductor of an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Uh, that episode's awesome. Like, yeah, uh, again, you can like really tell, uh, that Cassavetes and mm-hmm. uh, Peter Falk are super into this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well done. That's uh that's one of my favorite ones. The next one's got Ray Miland. Uh which was ridiculous. Because I just think I, once again, think about uh Ray Milan from uh the Roger Corman era. Uh so we he, have you
2: see anything like Ray Romano?
1: A kind of. He's oh, the man okay. with the X ray eyes, you know.
2: Oh, I see. I see.
1: You do see. Uh oh, then guess funny. what? Robert Robert Culp comes back as another character. <laughs> Like, it just completely it's, yeah, it's, it's rubber call again. Oh, it's it's totally fine. Yeah. His victim is Dean Stockwell.
2: Oh shit. I old know Dean, it. eh?
1: Oh. Is he really Diner. old even
2: even during Colombo? Uh,
1: no, he's he's pretty young ish, mm-hmm. relatively. Uh I don't remember that episode. The most crucial game. Uh oh, like the most we, dangerous game. Oh, Dagger of the Minds, the uh Columbo goes to London episode. Nice. Not but it's like uh, it's all just like about like British snooty people. So, of course, uh, that's like right at home in the wheelhouse of uh, of Columbo. It's what he does best.
2: Did you say British nudity people? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was just checking.
1: Absolutely, what I said. Then we have an episode of Anne Baxter. Uh, then we have a stitch in crime, which is about an evil doctor played by one Leonard Nimoy. Uh and that that episode's uh pretty awesome. <laughs> you like Leonard Nimoy being a, a bad dude?
2: I do. Oh, I like Nimoy. Yeah.
1: And then yeah, one of the before the one with um, Donald Pleasance, I don't know, that was like the second episode of the season three. The last episode of season two though has got Martin Landau. Who's Ooh. like a who Does has he play a vampire? Own, no, he has his own cook show.
2: Is it a vampire cooking show?
1: Uh no, ah oh, shit. He he play, he plays uh, two characters simultaneously. Very talented man, Martin Landau. And you can also again, uh, I I posted the one picture of uh Peter Falk and Martin Landau cooking on the show at the same time, and you can mm-hmm. see that they're uh they're having a blast, it's having a blast. What oh look, oh, What's incredible? I'm just looking at this now. So Robert kalp shows up again as a another killer on the show. Uh, in the season three. That that'll be number three uh, for Roper Cole mm-hmm. Jack Cassidy, who is the killer in the uh, pilot. Uh, no, it's not the pilot. Uh, no, in the Murder by the Book episode, he'll be back. Uh, and then, yeah, there's like stock characters in the background. that are always just coming back and forth. Mm. Oh, shit. See, the problem with this, and I'll I'll tell you about this before the podcast, and said, stop, save it for the pod. (laughs)
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I just saw that Johnny Cash (laughs) will be playing a murderer. The man in black? The the man in black. Holy cow. And get this, season, the last episode of season three is directed by Ben Gazzara. The Chinese bookie (laughs) himself. The the killer of Chinese bookies himself. Yeah. Can't stop. What, what are, are the
2: connections off? to the Criterion Collection
1: this ro Robert Vaughn, who is kind of like Robert Culp. I'm just looking at some of the future names. Oh, Ben Gazzara directing again. Mm. Um, Patrick McGowan, I think, winds up showing up a few times at mm. least. Oh, Jack Cassidy again. What a strange show.
2: <laughs> By strange, <laughs> you mean your favorite.
1: Incredible. No. Incredible. Good time. Good. I'm glad you're Good. liking it. Yeah,
2: I'm glad you're a big Colombo boy.
1: Like, I mean, I don't know if, if I was like having to sit down and watch the entire thing from start to finish, I might have a different experience. But, uh, being able to, like I'm listening the whole time, painting figs, mm-hmm. it's a good, it's a good living.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. After Colombo, you should throw some Reacher while you're painting. Reacher. Reacher.
1: I'd actually have to watch that show though. I don't want.
2: Nah, to do that. just you. When you hear fighting, you put your head up and you go,
1: uh huh, uh huh. I, uh-huh. I want to see him disintegrate spinal cords with his. He hands. punches
2: that chick's spinal cord out of her body.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: but that's pretty talented. I, I gotta say though, she deserved it. So it wasn't just like he walked by some lady and punched her spine out of her body. Like she was, she was bad. She was bad. So she was bad. She, she was bad
1: too shabby
2: but uh i'm liking this columbo talk can't wait next yep. week you do episode by episode four Well, this five. is
1: like this is like two weeks worth of columbo so i mean i'm not yeah. sure how much i'll be able to produce this next week but how many seasons I've got, hey i i I owe it to the fans of yes, creepsville you, do. you owe the, it the columbo, to one fan for sure the, 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 the columbo stands i gotta i gotta watch this whole goddamn thing so i got mm-hmm. the way this breaks down it looks like it's got all seven seasons um that's like eight hours per, so we'll, let's peg that there at, what, 56? 56, 56 hours. And then there's 24 TV movies. I've watched two of them. So there's plenty of action. Look look how happy he is. See that? See, see how happy he is there? No. Mm-hmm. Maybe, he's in a good mood.
2: He's a happy boy.
1: They, they definitely took uh, Peter Falk old, and then they said, Hey, let's just darken those eyebrows and that hair up. He's probably just like gone completely white. Mm.
3: Mm. Not
1: too bad. Not too bad. Well that's yeah, that's it for creeping, RJ. You got any news to share?
3: Uh <laughs>
0: um Jack Reacher. He's got the hands yeah. the size of dinner plates. Yeah, they they are. Uh,
2: so, Shania uh, O'Connor died. Yeah, I saw that. No. Yeah. And then Just I immediately re- re- saw
1: reason, reasons unknown. I can't remember not which been reported.
2: one reported. I reasons unknown. That's scary. I yeah. I can't remember which streaming one it was. Whether it was Prime or Crave or something. But I saw immediately there was a a Schneed O'Connor um, documentary on the front page today. Like on the thing, and I was like, whoa, whoa. I was like, that's weird. They're fast. Uh-huh. Not like they knew it was coming. I just mean like they're fast.
0: You know what I mean? So she's dead. Yeah. Anyways, that's okay. Nice. <laughs> mhm. Not too bad. Not too bad.
2: Yeah, we're doing well good. then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're done. You're out of here. All right. Yep. Well, we got a movie to talk about. A real classic. After the break, R.J. is going for a ride in my cab. To where? Um. Um. Arby's. Oh. And then two can dine. Four. $14.99. From nineteen ninety one, directed by Jim Jarmouche. The tagline for this film, RJ, five taxis, hmm. five cities, one night.
2: Is this taxi propaganda? Like taxiganda? <laughs>
1: uh Wait, it w- might was be. it was this I mean this movie yeah. by taxis? By ta- by the by the, <laughs> the The Taxi Co? Yeah, the Taxi Co.
2: Or uh, what was Andy Kaufman? What what co- company did he work for? Yellow
1: Cab. Yeah, uh, Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Like from Taxi. The, oh, I don't know. Danny DeVito, Tony Danza worked there too. Yeah, uh, Christopher Lloyd
2: was there at one point. Yeah. So. All our
1: all our friends.
2: What company did they
1: work for? I don't know. I don't, I, I couldn't even tell you what the, where that show Taxi was set. I've never seen Taxi. I just remember uh. the music.
2: Or oh, personal hey, personal we we forgot in news, they said aliens are real today. Did they? Well, one guy did.
1: 1978. So. Uh, what are we talking about taxi? The show focuses on the employees who work the night shift at the fictional Sunshine Cab Company. And its principal setting is the company's fleet garage in Manhattan. Okay, so was this sponsored by Sunshine Cab? Cab Company? I, it might have been. What?
2: I mean, I don't care either way. I was just, it's weird to make a movie based solely on taxicabs, you know? To be like, there's a taxicab movie. But I
1: mean, this is like a global effort, though. Because it, it spans the, well, as I'll mention, the, the global north.
2: The global north?
1: That's right. Wow. uh And this movie that we're about to talk about. Uh, an anthology of five different cab drivers in five American and European cities and their remarkable fares on the same eventful night.
3: Hmm.
2: Why only North America? There's no South American cabs?
1: Nope. And then the Jim Jarmusch is interested in going to, I, I'm going to assume
2: to like Argentinian gabs yeah. or Well, like... I mean, is this all
1: one night or one viewing cuz it's like is it all over the course of a, the day? Well, cuz you know, you know that you know how this movie opens up, right? With that clocks? globe.
2: Oh that yeah, there's globe. a globe.
1: There's a big globe. Yeah. And let us not forget the the pipings of one Tom Waits who supplies the soundtrack and score for the film.
2: Can you give me an example, please?
1: Oh, well, any particular song? Oh, not a little
2: bit more, please. I I didn't get that.
1: <laughs> I could uh, just read the recaps of uh, on Wikipedia of this. So anyway, so I watched this movie the night before we were going to record this and took zero notes. I wanted to go in fresh. Okay, and, I, and I was nothing uh, not... fresher than a week. Yeah, and then then now we are a week later mm-hmm. due to unforeseen circumstances. Yep. Um. And uh, here we are now, a week later, and all I have left about Night on Earth to go off of is just like this distaste for this movie. Oh wow! <laughs> I well, ch- man, oh man, channel it. Channel it. So I just want to say that Tom Waits is a performer, hmm, he um he's basically like <laughs> like our house weird owl. Like uh like he's a comedy act, right? Like I can't listen to Tom Waits really without just hearing parody. Um But it's not he's not parodying anything, but it's like a com it's like comedy act and it's like <laughs> this captain Captain Beefart thing he's you know, aping on and I don't know. His his voice it brings such attention to itself. And I listened to a lot of uh, Rain Dogs in my youth. Um there's a couple of CDs I listen to the one the one trilogy of his. Um, there's, I listen to some Tom Waits, but now when I listen to it, just, and it just hits, and I'm just like, oh my god!
2: Hmm. Like, uh, I, Tom Waits,
1: what's he what's what's he building down there?
2: I just know his one uh, Claw Hammer, where he goes Claw Hammer? <laughs> claw hammer.
1: Well, there's the one that I remember from the, the 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 great television show, Homicide, Life on the Street. It uh, it plays out in an episode. It's like, oh, grow ground. Because he has such diversity of his tones, RJ. And it's not like you can just not pretend to be doing a Tom Waits voice. And it sounds exactly like him, I feel. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it... Whoa. Is that, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a drop from the album? Oh, I am
2: yeah, you know
1: about Clawhammer? Uh-huh. So that that's that's a great way to start off <laughs> with Night on Earth and the shot of the globe. And then you see like the 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 talent in this film. You got Winona Ryder, you got Gina Rollins, Giancarlo Esposito, you got uh, Armin Mueller Stahl, everyone's favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh um, of course. But we also got Rosie Perez. Doing the Rosie Perez thing.
2: Can you describe what that is?
1: Of uh, being annoying.
2: Can you demonstrate what that is?
1: <laughs> no, I would prefer not. I, uh, but you know who's like the king fucking shit of fucking annoying mountain. Uh, I don't. Well, one about the Benini. I man, <laughs> fuck this guy. I've I've never gotten it never will um i hate this i hate this fucking loser um everything about him i remember when life is beautiful was coming out and this guy was all over the award shows and america was in love with robert benigni uh he's like oh he's a mime he's so talented he's so funny and I remember when that pinocchio movie of his came out remember that remember where that got you exactly mm-hmm. Fuck off, Robert Benini, and this is like a whole thing of him just monologuing, talking but, about uh, blowing, b- blowing his load. That—that's what this is about. And it's Jared, life is beautiful, endless. My, my, yeah. Oh, fuck off, man. This guy, and obviously Jim, Jim Jarmusch. This guy's great.
2: So wouldn't it be great to see this super wholesome man from Life is Beautiful just talking about this depraved, is before this is long. Well, this this is
1: long before that though.
2: Long so before. wouldn't it be amazing if he was just the, the depravity? Uh, well, but the, the but depravity. it's the, it's
1: conflicted Italianism, uh, and then and then you get the home stretch of like, oh, here's some Helsinkians, and we uh, feel like you're watching a, a Christoph Kieslewski film. It's mm-hmm. like I'm going to get this is like the down this is like the big like downer like thing that sends you thinking like wow life is like really grand you know life
2: is beautiful i've heard and
1: as bad as you think you have it other people have it worse you know <laughs> what a <laughs> what a what a thought there oh. no
2: yeah, it's people love when you equate their relation their situation to something that that they've gone through that was like worse yeah, or we, like uh yeah. it was a bigger situation mm-hmm,
1: that's right yeah. With dead, with dead babies, yeah, yeah, yeah dead, so... ba- dead, da- dead baby seriousness. Dead, but yeah, dead, we, dead, but I mean, this movie does have like a like the um, uh, uh, do the right thing uh, little reunion <laughs> in New York as well. When you have Giancarlo Esposito and uh, Rosie Perez show up, that's that's Jim Jarmusch baby. So anyway, uh. The, that's just being me being up front with my uh, not being super, like, into this at all. And this movie is, like, just over two hours long. I don't know. I watched this. I completely didn't think I'd seen this movie before. And then watching it again, I'm like, no, I totally fucking watched this back in, like, 2000. And um, I will say that the movies I really liked, I went out and tried to track down a copy on DVD or something like that and bought this movie. I never wanted to get <laughs> yeah. At any point, I was just like, "No thanks, Jim Jarmusch." This, this is a guy who runs real hot and cold for me. Jarmusch, Boosh, Jarmusch, Boosh. Like, I mean, I don't even mind uh, Mystery Train, which was, mm-hmm. which came out uh, between Down by Law and this. But yeah, yeah it's like it's hot and cold. It's Stranger than Paradise is fine. Down mm-hmm. by Law, I don't even remember how we felt about that movie. I mean, Down it's by got...
2: Law, I think we were like positive to a point where like yeah it's got some good stuff Fine. I well, It's think we it's got like, her boys stuff, whatever it's got all the boys in it it, it does have all the boys <laughs> it has yeah, got all the boys in there yeah we the <laughs> yeah, say you go to jail hammer
1: <laughs> 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 so we we got those and then you got uh then you get dead man which uh I for un- unfortunately, I do believe it was a criterion creep one day okay. uh I watched that movie once, and that was enough and i've I've never ever wanted to watch it ever again, despite the fact that there's like things about it I like the idea of it uh, being an, an acid western but no no ghost dog no, no thanks uh ghost dog I never really liked that much either okay. uh' I'm not a fan coffee and cigarettes not, meh. not enough ghosts,
2: uh, not enough dogs. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say it, I'm not a Jim Jarmusch man, and this movie is some real yep. peak Jim Jarmusch. As uh, Sugarhead mentioned uh, mm-hmm. the other week, uh, but why I uh, get the love on YouTube, <laughs> wasn't my description mm-hmm. of uh, Jim Jarmusch movies being a lot of talking, <laughs> standing? Talking, Let's...
2: walking, and standing? Yeah,
1: this this one's about talking and driving. Mm-hmm. Really open things up a little bit. And lot lot but but this me. movie like taps into crash uh, territory for me. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, P- humanity! It's, it's, what what a canvas! I feel like this uh, perspective uh, was very popular for like an indie '90s thing where they're like, hey, we're we're trying to be indie, but our movie's also going to star a window and a writer in it. Uh, but she's gonna play against type. She's gonna play quirky. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
2: (laughs) quirky, quirky, uh, butch, quirky,
1: quirky, quirky. Well, you say, butch, how about, how about, how about tomboy?
2: Tomboy works. Tomboy, grease monkey, um, baggy pants, I guess you could describe her.
1: She's got a one, one car. She talks like this. What do you mean?
2: What do you mean? The buses are the banks out of money. (laughs)
1: So anyway, uh what's a truck? So anyway, uh this 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 whole like short is this about like hey, not everybody wants to be a Hollywood star. Have you ever thought about that Hollywood?
2: Mm-hmm. But it's, but
1: isn't it great that you're hearing it from Winona Ryder? Uh
2: yeah. She says, Listen, is... it's not but... what you think it is. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like this like so there's a Hollywood executive. Uh who's uh, looking to cast, trying to find exa- the, the irony. that They're trying to find the exact person who's driving the cab. And by the end of the cab ride, she's like, you'd be perfect for this role. Have you always wanted to be famous and rich? And she's really? like, nah, I just want to run my own. Uh, I want to be a mechanic. I want to run my own shop. She and says, that, that, that sounds way better.
2: wants to be famous. I... Oh.
1: It's all the earth. Here I am. And then, so that's the Los Angeles installment. That's it. Like, it is literally, you get the setup of a person catching a cab, and you see, like, a little bit of maybe another thing where the the person's doing their job, and then they come together and they converse in the car for 25 minutes. That's this thing. If you're up for that, you get to see that five times, but in different cities, in different languages even. So we jump from Los Angeles. We get to New York, and in New York, we have this uh, East German man named Helmut who... Uh, Picks up uh, Yo-Yo, mm-hmm. um, and they both they first get Yo-Yo making fun of Helmet's name, and then Helmet makes fun of Yo-Yo's name. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's it's like wow, look 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 at this coming together.
2: Isn't it crazy? Two Isn't worlds, crazy.
1: But... They that's yeah, right because this Helmet cannot drive his car. Um, mm-hmm. he does not know how to get around New York. Uh, barely he can barely speak English. Um, but he he needs to make it. He needs to make this car run. He has to make a living in America. And you is a clown, you know. And there's uh, yeah, humor. I've heard. Uh well, driving around, Yoyo sees uh um, his uh this her law. Angie, that's Rosie Perez. And that's a whole thing.
2: Mm, tell me about Rosie.
1: There's fighting. I don't know. She's in a bad mood. And she and she speaks her mind.
2: Mm. She tells it like it is. I I, she, I feel yeah. like you'd love that. Oh my
1: god!
2: Because you love when it, someone tells it like it is, right?
1: I love it. It's, it's no. just like it's just like me.
2: So we have uh it, it, we have
1: these He'll movies. In imagine imagine watching these movies in a theater with the type of audience that goes to see Jim Jarmusch movies and the their like annoying laughter watching this. That also. <sighs> I I can't not imagine that, and I felt uncomfortable by myself watching this.
2: I was trying to describe uh, Jim Jarmusch, uh, like she watched last week's with me, but uh, before or like two weeks or the last Jarmusch movie, and uh, she's like Jim Jarmusch. Why do I know that name? And I was like, it's the kind of guy who like I feel like is really into Andy Warhol. And I was like, and I feel like they knew each other maybe at one, but it's like I feel like the Jim Jarmusch people. Are really Andy like people who like him are really Andy Warhol type people and they love that to, like that uh, tomato soup can and they're just like wow it's high art <laughs> this is a yeah, ball."
1: he went there
2: <laughs> oh my god he really said it one of my most hated quotes of him <laughs> is a Paul <Hall> quote <laughs> And I, I see it on posters all the time. When when you're at the university, whenever they do that poster session, I guarantee you'll see it now. They always have posters. There's two posters there. There's always the Nietzsche one where it's like, God is dead. And you're just like, okay, cool. And then there's the Warhol one where it's the quote is, uh, I think everyone should be nice to everyone. And it's like Andy Warhol. And it's like, that's not a quote. You know what I mean? I hate uh-huh. it. It's fucking yeah. annoying. Yeah. So I feel like Jim Jarmusch uh, really like did was he a, was Warhol alive when Jarmusch was alive like yes yeah okay. they were well we I, talked, I mean
1: we, we talked about this last time uh cause, yeah I think Warhol died in like 87 or 89 so they were friends um, for sure right they're old pals I don't yeah. think so I don't know but I, I think part of that is like his Jarmusch has got like that big shock of white hair now you're gonna say something else No. Oh that big cock what well no uh what
2: uh, well
1: that's not what I was going to say RJ I, 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 I yeah. could also talk about Jim Jamarshi's hands they're the size of dinner plates
2: the size of dinner plates
1: yeah yeah <laughs> that's a pretty a, big hand those are pretty big big get these hands but anyway uh new york uh and
2: then, yeah and that then new we york got, scene
1: and then we and then we jump across the ocean to to, to gay Paris. Um, there's these two uh, diplomats talking in the back of a cab. Uh, the guy driving. Um, he's like having a real hard time with them, but he's also like having like he's driving through red lights. The, the These diplomats are calling him out on it. they ask him where he's from. Mm-hmm. He says from the Ivory Coast. and I guess in French, it would be like a play on words of il vori, which is he can't see a thing. And he's like real pissed at this. Tosses him out of his fucking cab, and um, then he, of course, keeps driving. Picks up his next fare, who's this uh, blind woman? Mm. And um, she's in. She's a little Columbo. Oh. What are you talking about? This? What? What do, what do you mean by wander. Columbo? What do you mean a little Columboy? She smokes a stogie and eats chili. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Columbo-esque. So anyway, this turns into a thing about like how do blind people have sex? And this guy's real. real, real he's real into this this kink of, she's like yeah. not interested and she then... she probably hears it all the time
2: and then horny Jarmouche comes out for the rest of the movie <laughs>
1: yeah well it's the european way
2: allegedly
1: yeah so anyways uh this guy's real into her um but she's like nah and then he uh she, he drops her off and like he can't keep his eyes off her, and he drives his car into another cab, and he gets it. He gets yelled at. Or what are you blind?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Got him. And she just wa- and walks she smiles by and, laughed and laughed. laughs.
1: Got him. And then we go to Rome, and we Rome are Wom. Italy. Rome. What what does
2: Italy have?
1: <laughs> Predators. And all of them. So anyways, this movie's about the predator. Um Roberto Benini. Uh no. Absolutely not. So anyways, uh we got Roberto Benini. He's giving a ride to a priest. Who's having who's basically having some cardiac episode in the backseat of the cab. While Benini is like this kind of like fucking idiot as he plays best with sunglasses at night, because he's maybe the vampire. I don't know. He's driving around and he's like, Hey, oh, there's a the priest. I gotta to confess to my uh, I'm going to Was I gotta talk about this over my brother's own wife. Um, and then he's like, Going to talk about it all night. And Then it goes on forever. But some like of the Italian the rest. and the And you're like, Oh, this is hilarious. Roberto Benigni's a brilliant. And I was I was so fucking mad. I was all so right. fucking mad with this shit. i it's all just right. so much like, fuck, I'm gonna, I'm, why is it still going? And then it's like, then he like, dumps the body in a park.
2: <laughs> okay, so wait, I gotta so, cut. Uh, you you kind of cut out a little bit there. Um, Right when you started the Italian accent, you do it again, just uh, like in full,
1: and My, like. What are you talking about? What the hell, Jay? What's supposed
2: to be? Sexy, time. Uh, sex with anything that is. <laughs> oh, then I got a bush, and
1: I can, and I've mounted, and I'm gonna stop it. And I, stop it.
2: <laughs> and I cannot uh, stop uh, the sex, 'cause I needed the sex, the mentality. <laughs> I love it, it.
1: And and then Jim Jarmusch said, "You see, this is how they are." I tell
2: sexuality is so different in Europe. It's not taboo. People just people just That's, do whatever they uh, want. More
1: more women I meet should lighten up.
2: It's not like taboo to do these things. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. in different cultures. It's totally normalized.
1: I, I just imagine him stopping and turning to you, and talking to you, saying, "See, it's fine." It's like, it's in my movie, I made,
2: in, in all all culture. all films,
1: even when even when Americans make movies about Italy, it, it turns to this. Uh huh. So, anyways, um, yeah, we are supposed to relate, I guess, to the priest who dies, mm-hmm. and and then he's dumped on a bench, and that's the end.
2: Yeah. Well, he's told about um, <clears throat> sex with uh, vegetables, sex with animals. And then, like, I, I found the sister in law sex story very strange because he made it sound like he was doing it in front of everybody at the wedding. And I was like, what? Uh, maybe you weren't paying attention at the time, which is totally fine. But uh, I found that story a little bit strange, to be honest. It was, it was just, like, done. Yeah.
1: Benini.
2: Yeah, well, Robert Benini also stops by the sex workers really quick. We'll oh, yeah, yeah. With, with yeah. the, uh, and, uh, the um the priest or whatever is kind of like oh dear is it a sex worker's it's a man that dressed up like a woman. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> he doesn't say anything. He just like makes faces the no, whole he's, time. He's just
2: having a heart attack. Yeah. because he's so and, overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, he, he wants to like I need help, but like, he's not communicating to this the cab driver. Won't shut up. And it's hilarious. And it's not just annoying. Uh, then we transition to like a a real change in pace uh, to uh grim Helsinki. Um, where it's like you feel like things are about to turn violent. Uh, there's these three workers. Um, they they work in some sort of uh, labor job. Um, one they're like quite drunk. One guy's basically catatonic, and it's like, why is this guy so out of it? And it's because, well, he just lost his job. <laughs> Nothing's ever been. No, no one's ever lost their job before, man. He's, he's you lost understand? his job? He's had a hard day. I'm, I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face, cab driver, as you're driving. <laughs>
2: Not only did he lose his job, but his car got wrecked. It's the worst day of his life. Yeah, Someone yeah. stole it. And
1: him. and he's getting and uh facing a divorce and his daughter's pregnant. And and then uh, of course uh the driver is like, I'll tell you the saddest story that there's a, that they've ever heard.
2: He said, "Do you truly want to hear a terrible story?" He's yeah. Werner Herzog for yeah. a little bit. He's like, <laughs> yeah. "Do you want to hear of the horrors of?" The-? And they're like, "Yeah, of course." He's like, "Let me tell you." about how terrible life can be. <laughs> and then you're here <laughs> like,
1: right. this, this, one, this one's like the, the to, to, as far as like this arc goes, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, this is that, this is that sort of self-importance that this, that I can imagine Jarmusch at the, at the typewriter with his, uh, he's like, oh yeah, I'm doing it.
2: You know what he said? He's like, the most terrible tragedy in the world is for a parent to bury a child.
1: Oh, wow huge
2: and he's like yeah that's real sad man nobody yeah. wants to see dead kids but uh
1: what was it what's with the the brevity and now it's like well bring it all down and then it kind of just and then the movie ends he he dumps the drunks off and they're like yeah man you really showed us the way that's very sad and then they stumble off and the other guy's super drunk has no idea what's going on he, he but he's like these are very aggro uh working class folk he wants um,
2: he wants people to get to get real stung right at the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, I want you to sting them. Pay, pay the,
1: the, the ca- Pay pay my fucking fare. And what? sends him sends him packing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Claw
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> hammer.
1: <Klawhammer. laughs> go. What is he doing? So anyways, not on Earth. Uh, I never won't, I never need to see this movie again. And it's outstanding. And unless uh, contractually obligated, I, I will not be watching any more Jim Jarmusch movies. That's my lesson learned. You won't be? No. Hey, RJ.
2: Until the next one? Yeah. Until the
1: next one. What did, what did you think of A Night on Earth?
2: I was going to watch this with Andrea, and then I watched, like,
1: because, like, on
2: paper, I was like, 90s film, I saw, like, some of the actors in it, and I was like, Jarmusch he's like a guy, you know. Uh <laughs> is what I had said at the time. I was like this I was like this screams Andy Pick. Uh but uh she went to bed really early one night and I, was like, yeah, I don't know. I'll just watch like 10 20 minutes see if she'd be into it or not. And I watched about 15 minutes and I went Yeah, she's not going to be into this. And uh it took me I think 3 days to watch this movie. I watched it over quite a long time, but,
1: uh, oh. night on earth, um, chapter by chapter. There's a, sa- uh, you, 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 did you savor it?
2: Oh, I savored something. I'll tell you that much.
1: yeah um,
2: <laughs> I don't think it's horrible or anything like that, but, uh, it does get annoying sometimes. Like there's, <laughs> it, it, it's a blend between boring and annoying. Do you, you know? <laughs> nice. Yeah. That sounds good. With the boring bits. I'm just like, whatever. It's like we watch a boring movie week yeah so no fucking big deal there but when it's annoying it's just like uh like the uh roberto benigni whole segment uh, i was like oh my god (laughs) and like i knew exactly what like the intent Uh, was with that and stuff like yeah or or, i mean maybe i don't like i don't know like i feel like i know what they were trying to do with it and i was just like I don't care. I was like, this isn't, it's not funny. It's not in like, or anything like it's not edgy or anything like that. I was just like, I don't want to hear fucking Roberto Benigni. Life is beautiful. uh, Beautiful. Talking about like raping lambs for like 15 minutes. I was just like, I don't care, man. Um,
1: But but he's so lovable. Uh, uh, I know. I know. Italy's sweetheart.
2: Well, life is beautiful, Jared. I don't know if you knew that. But, uh, yeah, so, like, that one, so it, I think this thing balances, bounces between, like, boring and annoying. Is it outright bad? Is it horrible? No, but, no, I, I no. like, it's it's just not very, it's not, which, at the end of the day, I mean, what do you watch movies? But um, I do think the New York street crowd, uh, like, if this thing was just playing, like, in front of, like, projected onto a hot dog cart outside, like, some building or something people go like, wow that was incredible
1: <laughs> the met <laughs> that's
2: incredible i is this, this is exactly what i thought New york would be and you're just like all right um winona Ryder story uh that's the, the first one with winona rider i was like, yeah it's like yeah she's playing like um
1: against type. playing
2: like a grunt and i you was know, just like all right girlfriend wants to be a mechanic whatever." And then you get um, Hilmut and uh, and you get Gus Fring, Giancarlo Esposito, and you're like, all right, but you're like, but this story doesn't make any sense. Like, I I know it is like, I know the idea is just like, well, lots of people move to New York to land an opportunity, and the only job they can get is cab driver, and this is him. And I don't know. I was like, I don't know if this is. This doesn't feel authentic. You know what I mean? No.
1: Yeah. I. If again, it this movie feels just so like an assembly of pieces of nineteen early nineties uh, movies, like indie 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 movies, though, because yep. it's like, oh, let's just try. Like, I get again, I'm like, is he trying to be like a different type of director with each of these little segments based in their like the scope of what he's doing? Like, mm-hmm. what director is he trying to be with this country? And he's like trying to emulate this, but it's like, bitch, German.
2: I mean, I, I think so. Like, I don't know. It's, it's strange. Um, I think he is just trying to emulate snippets of things, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I find the second one, like not, not, not authentic. And then you're kind of like, not the things need to be real. Like I was just talking about how I really like Jack. Like, that's a guy with the hands, hands, the size of dinner plates. It's like, I know that's not real. <laughs> um, but I enjoy it. Uh, where it's like this, it's just like, eh. uh, then you get, um, aggressive, uh, French guy who, uh, like sexually aggressive French guy, mm-hmm. it's really a staring down blind lady. And yeah, that whole conversation is so weird, too. He's just like, So, uh, you're blind, hey? Eh? What about like when you're naked? <laughs> Are you still blind? And she's like, Yeah, I'm still blind. And he's like, oh, Okay, cool. But like when you're naked and you're doing it.
1: Are, are you saying you'd fail to electrically charge you?
2: I'm saying that I, I found it inappropriate for the man to asking this blind woman what sex was like when being blind. And she's like,
1: Yeah, because he's a horny dude. <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, a gross a, horny dude who wants to be like
2: yeah incel collection wow mm-hmm. that's what we got here yeah she's blind
1: but it's sadly it's like nothing that she hasn't heard before probably
2: no i i mean i yeah. i'm sure and that's
1: the thing where you're just like yeah
2: yeah like i not every story has got to be a, a good or likable story like it's like yeah there's and like he's not a bad guy it's i think i think the idea of it is that where it's like some people aren't trying to be bad people they're just like jesus christ some people aren't trying to be bad people. They're just like saying things like out of hand. You know? My mic fell over. Careful. I got to know. So I, I've had that too. Sometimes say, someone will say something to me and like, I don't say anything. That's wildly inappropriate. <laughs> wildly inappropriate. It's like, but it's like, they're like an old person or something. And like, I don't give them a. It's like, it's like, I'm not going to change the way you think or talk. So. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ignore what you said and just keep on rolling. Do you know, is I, I mean maybe I'm in the for that, but
1: maybe maybe that's the they'll uh, die eventually. They'll die eventually.
2: You know what I mean? or well, and it's just like it's nothing even like it's not wildly inappropriate, but I, like some an old person like at work or like and by old I mean like twenty thirty years older than me, they'll like say something and I'll just be like. Woof It's like you can't say that, man, but uh you can't say not... that on
1: television, <laughs>
2: yeah, it's not like they said they were gonna go like they were gonna go like harm people or anything. they just say something it's like we don't really do that anymore, man, but I know you won't understand, so i'm gonna I'm gonna
1: be I'm not sure if uh you're cutting out or I'm cutting out constantly,
2: uh, it's probably me, uh anyways, real uh, yeah, and then, yeah, Roberto Benini is. And just horrible
1: uh, oh yeah fuck them
2: just horrible like uh it's it's absolutely like it's completely annoying i think it's yeah. gross because it, and it's it's one of those <laughs> things it's that edgelord shit where you're just like i'm gonna write something inappropriate and see it's, if i can make hey, people react hey. to it
1: it's 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 body. you know b a <laughs>
2: I know. Body. You, you know what I mean? It's it's those people. It's like I'm gonna see how uncomfortable I can make you, and it's like why? It's like what do you get out of making me uncomfortable? It's like are you just trying to live out your own weird shit? Like just fucking leave it alone. Um. So yeah, that one's fucking horrible. And then the last one, you're just watching. And you're like, oh man, how bad's this story gonna get? And then it happens. and You're like, yeah, it's bad. I guess. It's pretty bad. And, and the you, movie just ends, and you.
1: And then you're like, huh. And then you, get the Tom Waits of the like his instrumentations.
2: I don't know why I saw. Well,
1: it's not always this. It's it's, it's, not, it's it's not all lyrics though, but it's like kind of like farty carnival music. What kind of carnival I, music? Farty. Okay. And and I just imagine the the worst kind of people. You know, the slice kind of people. Uh, uh j- j- I, jamming out And they're like, yeah, I love Tom Waits.
2: I know and the go, slice And you go, you, you, like, you like Tom Weights Here's the thing about the slice The best garlic toast You know, you, in, you know, in about, you know about
1: Wolfman Jack There's
3: Wolfman
2: a little bit of that So no. the slice has the best garlic toast In town, but it has one of the Absolute worst public bathrooms in all of creepsville and yeah, i'm gonna stand, I, I, I'm gonna stand man, by I've, that
1: i have oh man too many weird stories of the the, the bathrooms there
2: yeah I, i'm i'm sure really good garlic cheese toast <laughs> one of the worst public bathrooms in the entire city <laughs> and i, I stand yeah. by that completely and the yeah, music's too loud at the slice you know they like like i like loud music stuff but it's so loud it blows your ear out and,
1: and such small portions
2: the portions portions anyways public bathroom so yeah night on earth like i don't think it's outright really bad but it's like i don't know if it's good i i'm
1: pretty sure that uh anyone listening to this would be like i'm not gonna watch this piece of shit yeah. these guys don't like it if they like if they feel like they share our aesthetics
2: Okay, well, what do you think between the pornographers and Tout BN, bien? Where do you think it goes? Uh,
3: huh.
2: What about between uh, George and it... Washington and Rules of the Game? Oh my god!
1: Like it's right at home with that stuff, though. <laughs> it's it like well, that's where it's... I have it right now. <laughs> yeah, like you can't even like pick. It's like yeah, this is some real George Washington stuff. <laughs> I know that like that. I have it right in between remember, remember, man bites remember, dog remember, George Washington remember, remember when the dog raped that guy? Yeah, I do. <laughs>
2: remember that? I do. Uh, <laughs> I, f- I forgot to take this for animal abuse stuff like that. I should do that. Ah, it's it's not
1: on screen. It's
2: Yeah, I mean, but
1: that's it's a, when that you, that see now you're like doing harm to the talk you're, about you're, this. you're 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 doing harm to the brand. You got to you got to keep it like as a warning that this movie features it it's like the way he discusses uh, it, i mean right. you just stop listening to roberto benini that's how you that's, that's how you solve it you turn away and you go he's talking italian i don't understand a word of this fucking language and i'm so gonna you, paint you're minions. saying you
2: turned a blind eye hey
1: i turned literally my attentive eyes toward painting death guard miniatures
2: oh interesting
1: now how about that how about that Very you nice. want to hear from people who uh I guess I hate this movie more than we do. I guess.
2: I mean, I guess, yeah. And I don't really, I don't want to hear about people who love this movie. Okay. I feel like that's gonna be. Well, I mean, you'll probably do it anyways, but I feel no. like those people are gonna be uh, the worst. <laughs> the worst.
1: Well, what about? <clears throat> I mean, there's just people saying like, got thirty minutes in, couldn't keep going. I never got into the movie. Says Omar Jonas Dickman, half a star. Okay. I never got into movie. I never got into movie one of my most boring one and a half hours of my life while watching something. The director tried to show scenes of simple and normal people's lives in an in original and fun way, but once I was attracted a story, it is cut out from middle, and Jim Jarmusch passed, telling story another. It made me never connected to movie stories and characters. You got her, Omer.
2: Omer's a unique individual, because I'm going to read you their four favorites, and it's just like, it's not the four that you expect, but it's somehow it's somehow in that camp where you're just like,
1: all this, right,
2: I know who you are. Yeah. Uh, The Godfather, uh, Lord of the Rings Fellowship, <clears throat> Dune, and Braveheart.
1: No, that's a uh, that's some IMDb top two fifty energy. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a it's a camp for sure. I like that. I
0: like that.
1: Um, <laughs> Chinese Food writes, to be fair, I'm half watching this, but from what I'm seeing I'm not really missing anything interesting. Correct.
2: I, I kind of like that. And Chinese Food, uh, <clears throat> their bio is, unemployed and watching movies. Which I think is pretty cool.
1: Um, we also got Annoying Ass Uber Rides from mm. Imarushi that one star. DNF, which is do not did not finish. Mm. And it's probably one of the most boring movies I have ever watched. When will people realize that stupid characters are not funny? Vomit, Emoticon. <laughs> DNF, I, but yeah. Winona was great. DNF, so tedious. This movie will always remind me of my bad day anyway. Loved Corky's energy in this. She was so sure of life. Quirky. Who's quirky? Quirky. Who's quirky? He's been a writer.
3: Oh, shit. Quirky.
1: I've
2: never heard DNF before in my life, but. Uh,
1: you just heard it three times?
2: <laughs> three times in a row. One of these people gave half a star to Eternal Sunshine, so I don't really trust
1: them. Whoa. And they Acting... once started
2: Asteroid City.
1: And then you got An- Angelise acting bad, writing bad, I am so bored, IDK, if I will finish watching. <laughs> Damn.
2: I-, I don't think any of the acting was bad.
1: Big no. meh. <laughs> big meh, said Jurassic Parka. Uh, overrated <laughs> nonsense. I really wanted to like this for real, but it was just not it. Okay dnf <laughs> blah <laughs> I, or is this like a would maybe this is like a i don't know jim jarmusch fans are even not liking this or winona Ryder fans terrible okay how about I soft know. soft terrible winona Ryder is hot and the new york part was funny other than that straight hot burning pile of trash also, so fucking ableist. Why can't they cast actually disabled people? That girl pretending to be blind Aren't is it? a mockery, and it's insulting and fucking weird. Fuck this movie. I was wondering uh, about that. Well, that is. I mean, it was, was that
2: lady not blind? Like, I, I know it, it was
1: very. I wondered like, about that, and I didn't think to look because I just don't care. And look, another I mean, another DNF, but enough to say one star. Now I Earth mean, got that energy i guess
2: the thing about that like blind lady was uh like one of her eyes is definitely like skewed so i was like like because i was like i don't know if she's like exaggerating it but it's like i don't know if anyone can just do that with their like one of their eyes right like just move one of their eyes off kilter for that long it's like i don't know if that's like achievable by a human person
1: Okay, I I have to look at some five stars for RJ. Yeah, okay, I,
2: I, I kind of assumed, so I pulled it up, and I'm gonna read you a five star review. Which one? By uh, this might be on page two. Okay. By uh, you don't have to look into it anymore. You look at your own, but I, I just think this one's good for you. Walter okay. Whitey, five stars. Roberto Benini, yes.
1: Oh no, it's not an exclamation mark. It says Roberto Benini, yes. Benigni, yes. I
2: just uh, I, I thought you'd maybe like that.
1: And what is this? <laughs> and Doctor Strange Love La Dolce Vita.
2: Hmm.
1: Oh, breathless. I'm, I'm surprised
2: Lolita's you. not in there. You know. <laughs> uh,
1: what so about? Anyways, my, you, you go for re- five stars. The, the, the recent five stars. Oh, I love being alive.
2: Uh, Sharon. control <laughs> yourself, lady. Portrait of a lady on. Favorite film of it always is,
1: yeah. It always is, it always is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone also said, uh, I couldn't ask for a better film to declare as my 3000th film ever, according to this site. God, I need a life. This is one less, Albert, by the way. Such a beautiful mm-hmm. and relaxing look at what can happen to anyone and the connections you can have between your life and everything around you. All in the veins of a taxicab. The veins of a taxi. Cab. Great stuff. I can see myself watching again at some point. Just your average guy who's
2: happy, free, confused, lonely at the same time. My reviews are a lot of the time can't do the films I watch justice. But I try anyway. I believe there's a hero in all of us that keeps us honest. That's a, in quotations. Uh, The four favorite films are just random, except for Spider-Man Two, which is definitive number one in my book.
0: Definitive number one. I said that last part like this too. And I said it.
2: Hmm? That's one less helper. I like this review, um, by Renee Takahashi. My type of movie. It's fair. There, I won't ask for anything more than that.
1: Oh man, just uh, Justin Peterson on Twitter or on Facebook just posted some uh, very sweet looking candy apples.
2: Candy, yeah, and he's not posting this into food and snacks.
1: Nope. The hell's going on here? Very selfish.
2: He doesn't know that we need the foods and snacks.
1: That's that's the only place it should be being posted, really.
2: Son of a bitch.
1: Son of a bitch.
2: Well, it's been six hours. Jin- <laughs>
1: yeah um, yeah, this movie stinks. any yeah. final thoughts, any final thoughts? Not a good time, it's not a good time for a creep. that's for sure.
2: I'm sure some people love this kind of thing, but uh... I'm sure
1: they do. I'm sure this movie's got fans. they'll be who will like it. it's not, not us or not not me mm-hmm. r j and r j clearly, and you know what? Get the fuck out of my life, Roberto Benini.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I stood up for him last time uh, because I was like, what about Life is Beautiful? Like, whenever we saw him last. But uh, I don't know if this is his fault. I feel like Jim Jarmusch did this to him, but uh,
1: no, it's
2: not fun. No, not even in the slightest.
1: He's 70 years old now.
2: Well, you know, the thing about that is time makes fools of us all. Yeah.
1: No. Well, there you go. Yeah. No, he played Pinocchio twice. Oh my God, he well, did. Who hasn't? He, but he played in one role. He played. Oh God, no. Who hasn't no. been Pinocchio twice? See, he well, he played Pinocchio, but then he also plays Geppetto, and I'm sure there's oh, a, yeah. there's a life and rhythm to it, you know. Some have said
2: that you're kind of like a life, life and rhythm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They Dang have, enough. haven't they? Yeah. Anyways. A-
1: after the break. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave RJ on the bench there, dead. Let it's some fine. kids let some kids find him.
2: It's fine, just make it a
1: public bench. Well, as opposed to a private bench? <laughs> I know well, what you got d- down there at Henderson <laughs> or I know I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely not leave you over at Pops and Park.
2: There's snakes down there
1: <laughs> and uh, snakes will get me and perverts.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean the perverts. <laughs> oh my God. Have you seen the perverts?
1: No, no, But I, w- I won't leave you there because I don't know. I don't know what happened to you then. But you're it. dead. Well, you're dead. You don't care.
2: I mean, yeah. Can't be soon enough, though. I'll tell you that much.
1: Yeah. A hole's a hole. Wow. We sailed tonight for Singapore. We're all as mad as hunters here. I've fallen for. Jay, what's your favorite Tom Waits album?
2: Bohem. Bohem.
1: Oh, that's that great. Was... Oh, that's great. Oh, that's... that's great, Audrey. Okay. Uh, tell me more. Uh, I need more moisture in my throat.
2: Well, we'll drink it up, big guy, and hit me with some. Uh, tom.
1: Yeah. Remember Frank's Wild Years. Who, Frank Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Born Machine or
1: Boy Machine? Bone Machine. <laughs> oh, okay. That was your, wasn't, that, wasn't that your nickname? The Bone Machine? In, in, in Colorado?
2: I wasn't the Bone Machine. I was the... Um, the
1: other C- one. The Cincinnati Slapper.
3: Ooh.
1: And you can email us in this next week and we'll read it next week and you can give us I don't know, weird college nicknames um, at CriterionCrease at gmail.com sure you can Um, you can follow us on Instagram it's still the the best free uh, way of interacting with us for that $1 via Patreon you can get onto our Discord and post pictures of candy apples uh, your various foods that you find on your summer travels, um, you know, post pictures of yourself smoking, um, things you buy, I don't know, your thoughts, private thoughts. You can do that. Uh, you can also follow us on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf. He's... Uh, we don't, we don't, watch movies, though. It was nice to be able to log some, uh, Columbo's.
2: Yeah. well, we you yeah. watch Columbo and Jack Reacher pictures. That's right. Yeah.
1: So yeah. That's good. Yeah, real masculinity right there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can subscribe to the podcast, rate it and stuff like that. You know, sure. iTunes or whatever. Whatever the fuck. Sure. And uh I don't know. Next week, RJ. Tumblr. It's 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 Louis Benwell.
2: It's been no, a it's while not. since
1: we watched Louis Benwell. No, it's not. He's making a movie. Uh it's it's he's making it. He's gonna be making it in nineteen sixty nine. 1969. It's called The Milky Way. Uh, If you've taken a look at this movie to see what it's about. Uh, I'm going to decline that.
2: I'm going to just go go in clean. Go in fresh.
1: Two drifters go on a pilgrimage from France to Santiago de Compostela in Spain. Along the way, they hitchhike, beg for food, and face the Christian dogmas and heresies from different ages. This is hmm. the Jesus pick, RJ.
2: Christian dogma?
1: That's right. You
2: know what the word dogma means? Uh, Kevin I mean, Smith does.
1: He does. He made a whole movie about it. Yeah. With Ben Affleck.
2: It, it just means like a core understanding. You know?
1: Inconvertibly true.
2: Yeah. Yeah, inconvertibly true. Yeah.
1: Dogmatic, RJ. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are you this... going to watch some Kevin Smith movies next week? <sighs>
1: I'm always watching. I'm gonna watch Tusk again.
2: Again? You you madman?
1: Yeah. You I like the I like that uh old oh Rob Beagle. He busted out some uh deep deep pick uh some new recent like horror podcast piece of shit. Plum for my list. Which course everyone reminded people of Because that was about podcasters.
2: That was about podcasters, alright. No,
1: yeah, it's the worst. It's literally, it's truly the worst medium that there's ever been, podcasting.
2: Yeah. Well, what about this yeah. one though?
1: Oh, it's, it's the it's the total worst. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
2: Yeah, I'm inclined to agree.
1: Very well. All right. Well, let's end it.
2: <laughs> Why just this or all of it?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Good night. other stuff